0: up family it is one more time one more time we're gonna do this one more time me and my random thoughts we're gonna do this one more time man this one is good though i think i think i'm gonna have to put this in the book in real life i'm gonna put this in the book um without a doubt so i'm currently uh catch you guys up to speed so i'm currently doing a, master, a marriage master class. It's called the Happily Ever After Marriage Class, Master Marriage Class. And uh, we're coming up on week two this Friday. And uh, so, you know, when the class started, I realized I need to, do, I re, I need to restructure it because um, the way I have it structured, I cannot get the students all of the information that they need. And, and my job is to over-deliver what I promised, right? And so I realized I had to change some things up. So, uh, so the lesson that I taught last Friday, that made me go back and say, okay, I need to create a video to to give them the how to, to what I taught. And so that made me study a little bit more. Right. And so I'm studying, I'm studying, and I always had been having this last year. I don't know if God gave it to me or whatever, but I, I was, I had this thing in my mind about the marriage mindset. Right. But I never really like, dove into it, and it really, really explored it. I just knew that there was a marriage mindset. So anyway, over the last, um, you know, few days, as I was re-preparing this content to create videos, I began to get deep into what is the marriage mindset. And man, I came up with, and all of this came out, all of this is scripture. I mean, it came out the Bible, but I came up with some amazing attributes. I came up with nine attributes of the marriage mindset. Uh, where are they? At? Let me see if I can pull them up real quick and give them to you because I wasn't planning on sharing that. But uh, nine, here, here, the nine attributes of the marriage mindset, because this, this is important. So the nine attributes, these are the nine attributes, the core attributes of a marriage mindset. So you got, um, where's the first one? It is, oh, here they go, okay, here they go. Love, respect, servant or servanthood, humility, being a student, um, sacrifice, empathy, commitment, oneness slash unity, and personal development, right? That's what I came up as far as the, the marriage mindset, and that's just, you know, like putting things together in scripture about marriage, uh, about how we're supposed to live, how relationships work, right? But all from scripture. Came up with that, right? Okay, so now these are the attributes of the marriage mindset. So anyway, uh, and I came up with, and we have these attributes, it produces certain fruit because a successful marriage, you know, the definition that I gave the class for successful marriage is a marriage that has deep connection and fruitfulness, and it operates according to principles God has already laid out. Okay, so, uh, so, so then when you're walking in the a successful marriage, you're fruitful. So then I came up with the fruit of marriage, right? The fruit of marriage. So anyway, putting all that together, now getting to um, what I was just doing. Now, so I was in the garage. My day was over. I'm in the garage. I'm chilling, and then I said, you know. I still have some work in me. Uh, Let me go back upstairs and do something. So I came up here and I really started, I started writing because um, I'm, I'm, I'm not editing, editing my book, but I'm just changing it. Right. I have to get, get an outside editor, but I'm, I'm changing some things. So I started writing. So I decided to write on the chapter um, that includes the marriage mindset. Say so, you know the things that I just you know came up with and discovered for the class I might as well put that in the book. So I'm typing that up and typing that up, and then I uh, get to a stopping point, and but before I get to a stopping point, I'm I'm typing and it just came to me that the marriage mindset is the most superior mindset of any mindset you could have, and then I said I know that sounds extreme. But if you hold on, I'm going to prove it to you. And so then I said, let me stop right now because I don't want to lose this moment. But then I, want, I said, let me make some notes so I can pick up tomorrow. So I came over here to my notes and I'm, I'm writing my notes. Here's what, here, here's, what I, here's what I said. So this is what I want to share with you. The marriage mindset is the highest mindset because it includes everything that you would ever need to be who God created you to be, and do what he created you to do. Okay? So then under that, I put some bullet points for an example. The marriage mindset is going to include, is going to address all of these things that I'm naming. Unity. Intimacy. Work. Assignment. Partnership. Sex and romance. Abundance. Creative. Relationship with God, and then when I got there, that may have been you know I maybe could have added a few other things, but when I got there with relationship with God, because that's in the garden, right? Uh, there's a relationship with God that the, the married couple has, but when I get there, then I get another bullet point, but I got to go over, you know, you tab over, so that's this bullet point would be under that one, like subordinate, and so then it says. That then will point you to his son. And then drop down bullet point, go over again. It says the son is the model for how to do human life. And then under that, all of these are under the same bullet point. These are are not tabbed over. Uh, Love, joy, peace, patience, confrontation, friendship, Right, because it's not just all good stuff, good about boundaries, okay? And then, uh, oh, but when I, said, when I said friendship, then I tab down, you know, uh, bullet point down, tab over. I said, wait, how is friendship in there? Because it ain't in the garden. Like, it's not mentioned in the garden. You can assume it, but it's not mentioned in the garden, you know, in marriage. It's not mentioned in anywhere in the marriage. Well, I answered my own question. I says, because now that we are in Christ, He has fulfilled the law and the Old Testament. So that lets me then go back and grab David and Jonathan's friendship or all the things that Solomon said in Proverbs about friendship, right? I can add that. So are you you seeing how the marriage mindset is the most superior mindset? But wait, there's more. Loyalty, hope, eternal life, spiritual gift. I could go on, but you get the point. But watch this. Even a Jesus mindset won't get you everything that the marriage mindset will. Because the Jesus mindset would not include marriage. You would not get a husband or wife. In the Jesus mindset, and you may think that's the highest mindset, but here's the thing. In the marriage mindset, you get everything. You get everything. Like there's nothing left out of the marriage mindset. See, people think that marriage is just about marriage. Marriage wasn't just about marriage in the garden. Why did he tell them to be fruitful and multiply? That adds family already. Right? Why do you tell them the work? That adds work already. You feel me? So, um, yeah, m- marriage itself is the most important relationship. But marriage is about life. It's about society. Man, okay, so I wrote a few more things about the importance of marriage, right? Um, marriage is very, 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 very Sacred. Uh, Watch this. Marriage is the first institution God the Father created. He did that by taking something that's not valuable, dust, and he turned it into something very valuable, us. Okay? Now, it was also at a marriage that God, the son, performed his first miracle. So first institution was marriage. The first place he performs a miracle is at a marriage. Now, how would he do that? He did that by taking something not valuable, water, and turned it into something very valuable. What was that? Wine, not just wine, but the most expensive and best wine, and you know, wine was very like wine was a like a popular thing in that culture. I can't think of another word other than popular. But you know, um, he, they was like, you say the best wine for last. You might say, oh, that's that's coincidence. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I ain't tripping. It, and it may be like I, I'm. This is I'm. I, I am. I mean, I don't think it's coincidence. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say maybe it is. I don't think it's coincidence but if you think that, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, uh, I can't prove, I can't prove this in scripture. I don't know if it's been proven or not. You know, this is just a thought that came to my mind tonight. I don't, it may be written somewhere. I'll research it tomorrow. But, um, here's another thing about marriage though, not just those two things, but God describes his relationship with his church as a marriage. Right? We are the bride of Christ. I have more. Marriage is the only covenant relationship. I just thought about that tonight. Marriage is the only covenant relationship. Now watch this. The penalty for breaking that covenant used to be death. It used to be death, but then that got me to thinking, and I wrote this question. Did God's, did his standard change, or did his implementation of the punishment change? Did you get that? Like, did God change his standard about marriage? Because God' standard was never about the law. God created the law, right? The law didn't create him. Like, the law didn't give him standards, so, so if God deemed that breaking a covenant was worthy of death and marriage is a covenant relationship, it's the only one. There's no other. I, now, if I'm wrong, if, 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 you know, if someone can correct me, do please let me know. But I've not heard of any other covenant relationship in Scripture other than the covenant that God made with Abraham but he put Abraham to sleep and walked between the pieces himself. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see another covenant relationship other than marriage and you know us with God. But I'm talking about on the planet. So again, if marriage is a covenant and the, the, the penalty for breaking a covenant is death or used to be death, like you would get like a death penalty, you would get stoned. Did God's standard change, or did His implementation change? Ch- change. What makes sense is not that his standard changed, but that how he exacts the punishment changed. Now, I am not so sure, and I don't believe, I believe, well, I know I don't believe, I ain't talking about it, but mean, I don't believe that um, th- now there is no penalty for adultery, like for breaking the covenant. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think it goes from death to nothing, even after the cross. Now, it may not lead to, it it definitely may not lead to eternal death, like eternal separation from God. Um, but I believe something dies somewhere. And I wonder what that is. And I don't mean like, you know, oh, a relationship die and hopes die and dreams die. And your children, you know, they got to go to therapy. I ain't talking about that. Like, like i don't know i don't know what it is um maybe it is just the relationship dies but um that's that that was scary to me like for real that's that's a scary thought to me because uh you know i'm 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 up and up on this marriage <laughs> but i got a history and i got some cheating on my record right I, i'm not i'm not proud to say but I'm just being real and honest. And uh, if if his standard hasn't changed, that's scary to me. And I know I'm covered by the blood. I know I'm forgiven. Like that's not the issue, right? See, you do know that there are two different. Uh, see if I can try to describe this. Two different. I'm gonna call them events that happens, right? So, so as a Christian, as a born again believer, I don't get judged at the end of time, we're going to call it the end of time. I don't get judged at the end of time, but my works do get examined to see if it's, uh, is it wood, hair stubble or, or if it's, you know, basically if, if it gets burnt up in the fire, like what'd you do with your discipleship? So like, it's not about whether or not I'll spend eternity with God or, you know, whether that's here on earth or in heaven. I'm not into that, but I'm just saying the other part is, you know, my works, and that's what I'm talking about when I say it's scary to think that God's standard has not changed for marriage, which is the only covenant relationship, because I didn't messed up before. And, you know, anyway, uh, I'm probably going too deep, <laughs> too deep in my head on that, right? Um, but man, wasn't that, isn't, it, uh, that's fascinating to me. Is that fascinating to you? Uh, If it is, I would please like send me a a email or comment or something and let me know because, um, I was not intending on writing that. And, you know, I, I usually stop short. I usually stop short of saying, you know, man, God spoke to me unless I'm pretty sure that the unction that I get in my belly really is uh, something that lines up with God's word or something that I believe he would say, um, So this does not necessarily fit that category for me. So I'm not going to say that God spoke to me and gave me this, but I will say when I was writing it, it just flowed out and I do not believe the enemy would uh, inspire me to write this. So, you know, maybe it's my spirit. Maybe it's my spirit connecting with the Holy Spirit. I don't know, but, um, Man, the importance of marriage. Marriage is marriage is the foundation of life. Like, have you ever thought about this? Marriage is the only place in God's design. God's original intent, original intent was for marriage to be the only place that life is created. God only licensed the husband and the wife on the planet to have sex. Life is only created in God's plan when there's sex involved. And the only place God ordained sex to be is in the marriage, which means it's only in the marriage where life was supposed to be created. And watch this, because God made us in his image. This is good. It's good to me. God made us in his image. So, 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 so here's what it says in Genesis. Uh, so God created them. Uh, you know, male and female. God created him, man, male and female, he created them in his image, right? Let us create man in our image. So, and then you get to chapter two and it tells, you know, how that happened. You know, he created Adam first and um, Eve was inside of Adam, right? So he created both of them for, you know, at the same time, but Eve was inside of Adam. Pulled the rib out and then, you know, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. So when he blew the, the, the breath of life into Adam, Eve was in there, right? And so now, and and I've heard this from Dr. Byron Golden when he teaches, like the the I think the Hebrew names or the letters and stuff like that. Um, Adam, that that in in the in the Hebrew language, when you spell it out, the word the letters mean uh, God like human or God with flesh, right? So, as Dr. Meyer says, what's the first thing God tells us about him himself? God is creative. In the beginning, God created. And so, why did he create? Because he's a creator, therefore he creates. And so, then he, create, he, he created us, and so we create like him, right? So, like, we create so many things. And I know, you know, we're making, I know the difference between create and make, and, you know, making this from material that's already there, and everything on here is already, but you get what I'm saying. So, anyway, we create so much. Like, the fact that I'm talking to you guys, through all of this equipment, whereas Adam and Eve, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm saying how, how evolved we've become as human beings. God didn't do this. We did. He gave us the ability to create. So here's the thing. God can create anything literally. We can create anything within our world because we have. If it ain't been created yet, we ain't just got there yet, right? Like um, like crafts and all that is coming because we're human beings, but anyway, God creates, we create, uh, the only thing that God creates that we cannot create by ourselves is life, so God created it, he created man to the point to where the man, so first they were one, and then he separated them, now, you do know that God could have set this thing up however He wanted. He could have created three men. He could have created babies. Like He could have done it. Could have done it. He could have done it however He wanted. So He creates the man, puts him to sleep, takes the woman out of the man, bring them back together. Now their union, their work together, their companionship, their sexual connection can create life like God. Because think about this. Because you'd be thinking, you know, you, you know, God can create something out of nothing. True. But let me tell you something. As human beings, he gave us the ability to almost do the same thing when we create a baby. Like think about biology. and like and and so you have sperm and an egg, sperm and an egg. Sperm is microscopic. And egg, I'm, I'm guessing it's microscopy too. I've never seen an egg, whatever it is. But anyway, so when a man ejaculates, I, I don't know if it's thousands or millions, a whole lot of sperm. Only one makes it to the egg and it fertilized the egg. How? How, how, somebody tell me, how does that turn into Somebody who would talk to you on a podcast with a voice like mine, a mind like mine. I'm big. I'm five, nine, over 200 pounds. I'm way bigger than microscopic sperm and egg. How, how Sway? How, how does that happen? God. Because God created us like Him. But here's the point that I'm making so you don't miss it. The place where we human beings can be most like God is in marriage. I I challenge somebody to prove me different. I know what Paul said, you know, uh, I wish that you would stay single, but since you want to be married and you're hot, you know, then go ahead and get married. Um, I, I could be wrong, obviously, because Jesus wasn't married, right? So obviously then that there there are exceptions, but um i don't know I, I i just think that marriage 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 is, marriage is marriage is way more than what and and so now it starts to make more and more sense why the enemy is attacking marriage the way he is like with gay you know same sex marriage and gay marriage and things like that uh that's not and, and he disguises it as a civil rights thing. He disguises it as, you know, like equal rights, but it's demonic. I'm talking, about, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the movement to disrupt God's idea of marriage and family. That's what I'm saying is demonic so we don't get it twisted, okay? Um, I wouldn't be disrespectful to any group of people whether I agree with them or not but that that you know uh, the the attack on marriage is demonic man that's crazy i don't know if this was um i don't know if this was good for you but i'm t- it was good for me cuz uh this this blessed me <laughs> it scared me <laughs> right it did scare me but yeah this blessed me this this blessed me real good and so you know, the thing I want to tell you guys, if you are married, please like keep keep your covenant. Um if you're cheating, stop right now today. Just 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 walk away. It's not worth it. Listen, if a trap looked like a trap, a mouse or a rat or whatever would never fall for it. You feel me? Like if a trap looked like a trap, you'd never fall into it. What makes you think that you could violate your marriage? The first institution God created, he ain't changed how he feels about marriage. What makes you think you can violate that and then just be okay with God? But watch this. Not just with adultery, but with how you husbands treat your wives and how you wives disrespect your husbands when you disrespect your husband you disrespect God when you belittle your wife you belittle God now I don't I can't teach the whole Bible again right now but trust me when I'm telling you you gotta do better you gotta do better listen I'm I'm gonna do what I can to take care of my marriage you feel me Yeah Man, that was good